Welcome back to Between Two Aeroids, a podcast where we talk about houseplants, botany, and everything in between. My name is Haley Grace, and I am your host. Thank you for all of the new listeners who have tuned in. This week, we're going to be talking about the death plague conspiracy. And the plant community has kind of gone around that these plants cause death in plants. Like if you're active in your local houseplant Facebook groups or community or even larger Facebook groups, I'm sure you have heard of the death plug. From here on forward, though, I'll be calling it just a plant plug because I believe like the death plug is a little is an over exaggeration of what these actually are. And today we're just going to shed some knowledge on what they're there for, how to go about having one. Uh, You really shouldn't know if you have one unless your plant starts to really decline. But we'll get into that in a second. So many people are under the belief that this is done on purpose by growers so they don't have the best success and then in turn would go purchase another plant. Personally, being in the industry, this is a bit of nonsense. Most growers' entire business is the produce, like to produce happy, healthy plants that are going to be there for the long haul. And if a customer keeps getting upset that their plant is dying for whatever reason, maybe it's because they think of the plug, then they're not going to have a return customer either to their grow area, their their garden center, or an online plant shop. I, I think there are some exceptions to the rules with big plant growers like Costa, they have enough people that will just go for their price since they are very reasonably priced plants. And maybe the uh, they weren't taking care of the plug correctly when it was still at the Costa Nurseries. Um, we'll get into that more once we talk about the little botany side of it. And so unless you're like on a, a major grower like Costa, Having customers be upset with their product consistently and seeing that coming to this conclusion that it's because they're in a plug, you're not going to get a return customer. But with Costa's such cost-effective plants, um, a drop in the bucket instead of a $30 plant at a local nursery shop, you have like a $10, $15 plant. Sometimes you even get them on sale or if they have some damage, I know you can ask floral manager if you can get a discount and stuff like that. Um, but if the plug is taken care of correctly by the grower, it should not affect your plant at all. So that's a huge misconception I want to try and break today is that this plug is not the cause of the death of your plant because so many plants come from those plugs and it's just a, a staple in the industry now. And if they're cared for correctly before they go to market for sale for purchase, it's not going to harm your plant. Um, and a lot of the times, people now are going to repot their plants as soon as they get home so they can avoid or kind of check up on the roots. And people will see that plug and repot it right away. And that's one of the main issues why this these plants aren't surviving with a plug is 
usually you're overwatering the plant, you're ripping off the plug, and then instantly repotting it. So these plugs are made from organic growing mediums. It's usually peat moss, which we learned about in the last episode. This still allows for the retention of water, but also really good breathability, antifungal properties. So they use peat moss for a lot of these plugs for the growing medium. And now when you repot the plant into regular potting mix or a really barky orchid aeroid type of soil doesn't have the same water retention as peat moss does and so the plug will get super saturated barky mix or other potting mix that's not predominantly peat moss are going to retain water in different ways so the plug is staying super wet because it can go a little bit further of watering days in between watering days and so now this chunky mix is getting very dry and so you're watering more often but the plug which holds most of the roots and probably roots have extended out of it is going to be just a wet soppy waiting for rot because it's never had the chance to breathe and decide you want to rip off the plug before repotting it into a different soil mix or just into a different pot especially if the plug if the roots have gone past the plug and they're nice white healthy roots you ripping off that plug is going to do more harm than good because this is a full established plant it's happy it's healthy it's love and life and then you go and rip off all of that material and you inevitably are going to rip off some of those larger roots smaller roots and now the root system is could be half it even needs to just be a quarter of a size of what it used to be and it can't support that established plant anymore it has to recharge and think of making roots so it can continue the plant's growth in my personal opinion you should just leave the plug on but be aware that the plug is a more water retentive material so maybe continue its growth into peat moss I wouldn't rip them off I mean if especially if you have nice healthy roots it's going to just damage the plant more than it already like is just being replanted and a little bit of replanting shock so I want to dispel the rumor of this death plug which are really just plant plugs and are used across the country across the world for all different types of plants and perennials, annuals, vegetables, houseplants, you name it. They probably are grown in a plug somewhere. Even at home, gardeners can go and buy plant plugs. And there's a lot of good tips on the internet on how to care for these plugs. So getting a little well-versed in that, which we already touched on, is just being um, aware of the watering schedule and the material it's in and what the material it's potted in. Um, and then f- from my own experience, um, we had a, I had a customer when I was there that said that we did this on purpose. She can't believe we would have a death plug. Um, and that we, like, she she thought better of us, which, like, I appreciate. But I, I want people to know a, a lot of the times the 
garden center or the nursery are not propagating the plants themselves. We do at our shop, but we just cut and stick. We don't use any plugs. And at least when you get into larger garden centers and nurseries, there are probably close to five to 8,000 plants in there at one time. And to check on everything all the time is difficult. But then if there wasn't the misinformation that these plugs or belief that these plugs are put, being put into plants on purpose to have them suffer and for them to die as like a business model, I think is incorrect too. Um, just as always, like more knowledge is power and just understanding what these are and trying to dispel some of the misinformation about them and then how to actually care for the plant um, if it does have one. But as always, thank you for tuning in. I'm happy to be doing these again. Uh, I would love to hear your thoughts if you guys have any suggestions on topics or people you would like me to interview or hear from. Um, but thank you as always. And you can always reach out on Instagram at Between Two Aeroids Pod or you can email me at between two aeroids podcast at gmail.com but i hope you guys have a great day afternoon or evening wherever you are listening um and have a great rest of your week bye